Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Did you know that we have a free air fryer mini course? It runs for five days, is delivered by email, covers five important air fryer beginner topics and includes a free PDF and free recipes. Simply head over to RecipeThese.com and search mini course for full details. Hey, it's Samantha here from RecipeThis.com. Today we have a brand new episode out now on the Magic with Gadgets podcast. We're talking about what foods are in season in January and what we're going to be eating. Hello January, how did that creep up on us? One minute we're talking about Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then all of a sudden we're slap bang into January. They say that this week is considered as the most depressing week of the year because everybody's like, oh, I've got to go back to work. I've just enjoyed Christmas. And I always remember when I was doing a course in travel that everybody was down the travel agents booking holidays at the beginning of January. But my parents took it a step further one January and the January that followed that because we spent both Januaries on holiday in uh, the Gambia in Western Africa, enjoying the sunshine. And that's actually where I learned to swim properly. But less of the holiday talk, well, unless you're going somewhere exciting, let's talk about what January is about. Well, first of all, I have to say that um, I'm going to be 41 this month. The last day of the month is my birthday. And then what many of you probably don't know is that we got married six days before my 21st. So that means that we're also going to be celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary in January as well. And then to make it even more interesting, we actually got married on Burns Night. Burns Night is a Scottish tradition where they eat haggis, neeps and taties and celebrate the life of a great author. And um, if you look back at the tradition of that, what haggis, neeps and taties essentially is, haggis is kind of, if you've never had it before, a bit like black pudding. And the weird thing about haggis is there's so many different versions of it I've tried some and I think, oh, that's disgusting. And then I've tried other haggis and think, oh my God, this is amazing. I could eat this every day. And then it's also traditionally served with mashed potatoes, hence the taties, and neeps, which also go by the names of Swede or rutabaga. So that's a nice tradition to get into in January. And of course, let's not forget about the real thing that we talk about in January, and that is the fact that everybody is on a diet in January. You know, there's so many January traditions now. I mean, um, I'm a fan of the Whole30. I've done several Whole30 rounds, so lots of people are on the Whole30 in January. 
Um, I've heard of veganery, which basically means for the month of January you go vegan so that you can introduce a lot more healthy foods into your diet. Um, For us, though, January is just going to be a time when we're getting ahead on recipes because we're away at Easter and we like to be organised and stay ahead. So ours is going to be very much a mix of food. We're not really going to be um, doing a diet. And then the second thing I always find about January is January is a fantastic time to stockpile all the Christmas food that is now selling for a ridiculously low price. Whilst most people go and buy um, Christmas presents for the future in January when they're reduced down, I go after the food. I'm talking, these roasting joints that they sell at the supermarkets and they run up to Christmas, I'm talking things like um, your roast beef, um, your roast uh, lamb, um, I'm just trying to think, your gammon joints. What you'll notice is when you're actually shopping at Christmas time, you'll see the use-by date on them or the date that the supermarkets is allowed to sell them to. I find this often falls on the 4th of January. So what I'll do is I'll check the dates in the supermarket, wait for that date to happen, and then make sure on that day I'm in the supermarket doing my weekly shop and then I will see what meat they've got that they've had to heavily reduce because it needs eating and then I'll grab a load and place it in the freezer and then I've got some for later. One year I got a ridiculous amount of turkeys uh, for the equivalent of I think it was five euros each and we just kept roasting them and then eating the leftovers so we'd have a turkey a month um, fruit right through till kind of May time and then another year um, it was lamb. I was in Aldi's and they had loads and loads of reduced price um, lamb roasting joints and they were absolutely delicious. And we just spread them out, buy three or four of them and then you've got loads. Another year when we were in Portugal, the same with the gammon, which if you're in the US and you're hearing me talking gammon, Basically, we don't really have just cooked ham here. We always have it raw as gammon. And then once it's cooked, it's just like your ham, basically. Or it's like Virginia ham is what I've had it often referred to. So, you're probably wondering what foods are in season in January and how you can cook them. Well, let's jump in with the top 10 foods in season in January. Number one on the list, one of my absolute favourite winter vegetables, and that is Swede. As I've also mentioned already when I was talking about Burns Night, um, Swede, also known as rutabaga or neeps, it's not the same as turnip, that I believe that... um, In Canada, they do actually call it turnip. But Swede is absolutely brilliant. And you can literally peel and dice it and then you can use it in stews, casseroles, whatever you want. Here in the UK, the tradition is to make um, a Sweden carrot mash. So that's steaming carrots and Swede together and mashing them like mashed potatoes and they're delicious. 
Um, the my favourite gadget ways of cooking swede is instant pot rutabaga. So you're literally just peeling and dicing your swede, steaming it, and then serving it with some salt and pepper and some butter. It's just absolutely delicious. And then second on the list would be air fry rutabaga fries. I mean, I could eat these every day forever and I would not be bored of them whatsoever. Simply uh, peel and slice like you would if you were chopping up a potato for fries, but instead, obviously, it's a winter vegetable. And then once you've peeled and sliced it into fries... Toss in a bowl with some extra virgin olive oil, salt and pepper and any other favourite seasoning. Air fry them for 15 minutes at 180 Celsius, 360 Fahrenheit and they're absolutely delicious. Sometimes when everyone else is eating something I'm not that bothered for, I'll just throw a rutabaga in the air fryer and think, right, I'll have that with a little bit of grated cheese on and that's dinner and it's just so, so good. Now, that's number one. So my second favourite January root vegetable, which I've talked about this so much, so if you in case you missed it, it is parsnips. I literally go in the supermarket and sniff them. I just love the smell of parsnips. I think they're absolutely amazing. And when parsnips are in season, you can guarantee that I'm nearby. What I will do with them is I've used them for mash, um, I've used them for fries in the same way as I've done uh, with the rutabaga, you know, parsnip fries in the air fryer, or I'll do what I call um, root vegetable fries. So it would normally be a mix of carrots, parsnips and swede together. Absolutely delicious. Or what I love at Christmas time, and I'll buy these in bulk and then they're in the freezer for when I want them, is the frozen bags of carrots and parsnips. You can then load these straight in the air fryer and they're absolutely delicious. And third on the list, which I think will surprise some people that it's still in season in January, and that is sprouts. Love them or hate them, they're not just for Christmas and Thanksgiving. They're absolutely delicious. When me and Dominic are working, what we'll often do is we'll have it um, so that we'll have some salmon and then we'll have some sort of frozen veggie at the same time. And quite often that'll be sprouts because between sprouts, cauliflower, broccoli and leeks, which we kind of rotate at lunchtime, Brussels sprouts are the easiest to cook and they're not flimsy. So you could literally cook them steam them from frozen you could then toss them in your favorite seasonings and marinades or whatever and they don't break away whereas broccoli and cauliflower just so easily break so that's why i love brussels sprouts so much and when they're in season you can buy them from the supermarket already prepped already washed and everything and then you can just cook them straight away and one of my favorite ways of doing this is microwave brussels sprouts So you can grab some prepped Brussels sprouts, throw them in your steamer basket, seasonings, indigo, and you've got perfectly cooked steamed Brussels sprouts, no oils used in case you're on a January diet, 
and then you can just add some seasoning or some butter once they've finished cooking. And then another veggie for you to enjoy in January and another member of the root vegetable family is carrots. They're still in season and you can get really, really big thick ones and they're perfect for roasting in the air fryer, for air fryer veggie fries or one of the things I use ours for is actually as the base for a frittata. On a Sunday when I'm meal prepping our frittata, what I'll do is I'll often peel and dice loads of different vegetables, load them in my steamer basket, microwave them, and then when I'm lo- and then I'll load them into my air fry container, air fry them, and then I have air fryer frittata. And then my other favourite way with the carrots is just roasting them in the air fryer. And then when they're fork tender, tossing them in a bowl with some honey and then loading them back in the air fryer for the last couple of minutes and then you've got lovely honey glazed carrots. Of course, you can just have them as they are. You don't need to add the honey, but honey just tastes so, so good. Cauliflower is also brilliant in January. I think... um. I think of cauliflower and I actually think of paleo, whole30, all the weird and wonderful ways that you can enjoy cauliflower, such as cauliflower pizza crust, cauliflower rice, cauliflower mashed potatoes, and the list goes on and on and on, you know, and it's all about the low-carb lifestyle, probably keto as well. But, you know, my favourite way to enjoy cauliflower which probably surprised quite a few of you, it's frozen cooked in the air fryer. You know, I know you're not really using the in-season because it's coming from the freezer, but, oh my God, frozen cauliflower in the air fryer is brilliant. Cook it from frozen. You can toss it in seasonings and oil later after it's had uh, time to cook and heat up, and it's just perfect. And it's just like roasted cauliflower in the oven. And you can do the same with the fresh cauliflower as well. And it's just delicious. Then also, because it's winter, it's cold outside. I also love a big bowl of soup maker cauliflower soup. You can add cheese to it. Or even better, you can load it up with loads of cheese instead of just a bit. And you've actually um, followed the paleo lifestyle thing and changed cauliflower into a cheese sauce, you know, which is really, really delicious, you know. And then you can use it in your lasagnas or whatever else you're making. And then next on the list is a vegetable that might really, really surprise you for being in season in January, and that is kale. I absolutely love kale and if you've not tried air fry kale chips before, oh my god, they are amazing. They're perfect for your round of the whole 30 or paleo and literally kale, get rid of any stems so they've literally just got the leaves into a bowl, tossed with some extra virgin olive oil, favourite seasoning into the air fryer and it only takes a few minutes to turn them into kale chips and they're just so good. 
They're the kind of thing that I would have on a Thursday or Friday night when I want something to nibble on, when I'm working for my tablet and we're watching Netflix and it's a lot better than just grabbing a chocolate bar. I do think the chocolate bar tastes better. What do you think? Yeah. I'd choose a, a bar of Galaxy, I think. Or is that too naughty? And then also, because we've been talking about Burns Night, with it being on the 25th of January, a special mention has to, of course, go to Haggis. You know, you can get Haggis from a tin, and that's where, how it's sold in a lot of places in Scotland. I brought loads back uh, from Edinburgh when we went last summer, and it's great in the air fryer. Or you can get it already sliced and then cook it in the air fryer and then you could follow our air fryer black pudding. Or you can also try our instant pot, haggis, neeps and tasties, which are all cooked together. And what we do there is we're using uh, one of these uh, fancy steamer baskets so that you could have haggis cooking, potatoes cooking and, and your neeps all at the same time and it's just brilliant and then of course if you wanted some extra potatoes to serve with them then you could also make some of our instant pot no drain mashed potatoes and then if you're sick of me talking about scotland and burns night which i do love the scottish traditions i must admit and robert burns was an amazing poet um in the seafood department mussels are in season in january and they're perfect for dumping in the Instant Pot and making them like, you know, when you go to France and you have mussels with the garlic and the white wine. Well, quite a lot of the supermarkets, what they do is they actually sell um, the already prepped mussels. They're fresh, not frozen. And they'll have all the garlic and everything already. So what you can do is you can just load these straight into the Instant Pot and then let the Instant Pot um, do the hard work. And it does such a wonderful job. And then, of course, don't forget some lovely crusty bread to go with it. And then for the best meat in January, beef is the top choice. It's much cheaper than over Christmas time and cooks so well in the kitchen gadgets. If going with chuck, I recommend trying our Instant Pot Frozen Pot Roast, which is a brilliant recipe. Then if you have top side or a round roast, then an air fryer pot roast is amazing. And then finally, it's also the month of the citrus fruits. So just think oranges, lemons, limes, whatever you've got available. Their, their highest season is over Christmas. So if you think January, you know, Christmas has just gone. And if you wanted to have more fruit in your diet, then keep buying those oranges because they're absolutely delicious. And what you can do is you can air fry roasted oranges. And it's just a great way to eat eat your fruit and it's just a fun little snack to have in the air fryer you can also dehydrate your oranges for later if that's more your thing and that brings me to dehydrating in January if you're wondering what you should be dehydrating dehydrating is always best for foods that are heading out of season and you want to preserve them so again citrus fruits 
Dehydrated orange slices are not just for Christmas. They're great for preserving for later. Dehydrated lemon slices and the same for lime slices. You can use them in your drinks. They're absolutely brilliant in sangria. You can save them so you've got some orange. And then once you when you've dehydrated, you can just put it in a little bit of water and it and it re um hydrates them. So it's great for if you want to be enjoying oranges in March and they've gone out of season then, then it's your way of saving them. And that wraps up the 10 foods in season that we want to talk about in January. We hope you have an amazing January. And of course, we'll be back in February. I wonder what's in season in February. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.